Now, back to the Frontier Freedom Hour with Jeff Hunt, sponsored by Centennial Institute at Colorado Christian University. Here's Jeff Hunt. Friends, welcome back to the Frontier Freedom Hour. We're talking with Casper and Cheryl Stockham, who are Christian marriage coaches. They've written the book, Divorce Proofing Your Marriage, How Anyone Can Build Their Relationship Using This Love-Building Blueprint. Hey, it's the new year. It's time to get serious about those resolutions, about you know improving your own life. And one of the most important things you can do is improve your marriage by centering it on Jesus Christ. So Casper and Cheryl, I think about this all the time. I have no idea how marriages make it when they don't have Christ at the center, because I am a deeply flawed, sinful, selfish, you know, self-motivated person. And it is the presence of the Holy Spirit in my life that keeps me from just, you know, totally indulging my own, you know, life and selfish pursuits, it requires me to die to myself and to put others first. And you can't do that without the power of the Holy Spirit. How important is Jesus Christ to the foundation of a marriage? Well, it's um, super important and it's important to us. You know, the I am in I am love builders is, is the great I am. So that's the first step. When Cheryl and I were doing those workshops years ago, it was through a government grant. And it was so funny because we were talking about love and respect and, and honoring and all these different words, but we could not use the word God. You know, we couldn't say God. We couldn't mention Jesus. Um, and it was also ironic that a lot of the workshops we were doing were in churches. So churches uh, saw the benefit to the program and they allowed us to come in, you know, but we couldn't talk about God and Christ. And none of the um, none of the materials talked about God and Christ. So over time, those grants started to put more and more pressure on us to become as completely neutral to God and Christ as possible. In fact, um, you know there there were a couple instances where we had to allow same sex couples into the workshop, which was a whole nother deal. So. Now, fast forward to today, uh, we are excited to be able to launch our programs that are God-centered, uh, um, um, spiritually um, connected and everything else so that if we have to stop the workshop for a second or two or a minute or two or whatever to pray for someone, you know, we can do that now. We can mention God. We can mention Jesus. We can mention the love of Christ. We can mention even salvation, all those things now in our workshops going forward. Cheryl, how important from your perspective is faith to a healthy marriage, from a, especially from a woman's perspective? It is absolutely, positively, to me, mandatory. I just cannot even imagine just how you started out by saying how you as an individual, your lifestyle, your behavior, how you think you conduct yourself. You need the Holy Spirit. <laughs> I totally agree with that. A lot of times in our relationships, the reason why we fall apart or it doesn't work is because there is no center. There is no Holy Spirit to bring you back to the center when you start to sway off in a direction that's opposite of the word of God. We are here 
as kingdom citizens. We're here as part of the kingdom of Jesus here in the earth, and we need him. We need his, his him to give us his to see the world through his eyes, to be able to love, to be able to be patient and kind and to actually apply and put into place and live out the fruit of the spirit. You can't do that without the Holy Spirit. You need the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Yeah. The fruit of the spirit and and remind people what those are, right? Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, mm-hmm. self-control. Yeah, uh, I think it sounds like all those are important to a marriage, right? Absolutely. To just being a human being in any relationship. That's right. Because you, you can't live without, you need patience in this world. <laughs> <laughs> Especially when you have 18 goats, you definitely need some patience. That's right. That's right. Uh in chapter four, you talk about the kingdom alignment foundational fruits. And so this kind of notion of, well, uh, sorry, I want to go back to chapter three, mm-hmm. understanding the kingdom alignment as it relates to the purpose of women and the purpose of men. Uh, yeah. Sure. Talk us through this idea of God's creation for those uh, two different sexes. Well, ultimately, we are here for the purpose of the kingdom of God. We are here to share the kingdom. We're here to um, to cultivate his, his plans and his purpose in our lives. And in order to do that, we must have some sort of alignment. So I know it's a stigma. I know it's a pushback when women or men hear the word um, submit. Oh, that's just like almost a four letter word, Jeff. It's like submit. Are you kidding me? I'm not going to submit to my husband, you know, but the Bible when in the area of submission actually means coming into alignment. It doesn't mean that the husband and the wife do not work together as one, but we each have our roles. It's just like in a corporation, you have the purchasing department, you have the sales department, you have the customer care department. Now, even of those departments are different and they may have different functions, but they work under the same umbrella. And those, all of those functions respect each other and they, they help that whole corporation to grow, even though they have specific job titles and duties. It's the same with the husband and wife. It's the same with the alignment. It's not that the husband lords over the wife or the wife disrespects or usurps the husband. It's that we come together as one. Our roles are different. Our functioning functions may be different, but we come together. We are one and we both work through this together to make our marriages as successful and healthy the way Christ would have it to be. Yeah. And we know without the kingdom alignment, we have what the world is going through right now where people are confused even to even their sexuality. You know, they don't know if they're men or women or boys or girls, you know, and and they think that it's fluid. So you can change between the two, depending on your political slant. Now, if if, if you're conservative, you can't switch. But if you're anything other than that, you know, you can switch between um, being a man or woman. So we are uh, focused on making sure that the alignment is taught so we can get back into alignment with God and Christ. Um, having the, the husband as the foundation of the family, um, being the individual that is uh, um, covered 
by Christ and God. And then now the husband can cover the wife and the children and so forth. So, it, you know, there's a there's a proper alignment. But like Cheryl is mentioning, so if if the husband's out of alignment, then it's going to be hard for the wife to be submissive to him because he is off doing who knows what. But when he comes into alignment, now she can see him and Christ all in the same line. Now it's it's much easier for, for her to be uh, um, to submit to his um, his leadership. Esper, what does it mean for a, a man to serve his wife, to die uh, for her, to give up his life for her, as the Bible says? Um, it, what does that look like practically in a marriage? Yeah. So it, it really means to, to die to self. You know, uh, I, I believe in a situation where our physical lives are threatened, you know, th- that would mean obviously trying to protect your, your family, but it also means dying to self. You know, when, when, when we're single, we literally don't have to answer to anyone, if you will, you know, if we want to go hang out with the guys or, or the, or the gals, you know, we can do that. But when you get married, you actually have to die to self. You have to make sure that you're taking care of your family first. You're supporting your wife and your children first over those other things. So maybe you will not be um, participating in as many sporting events as you did before. And it's not because they're bad or anything. It's just that you have other priorities, right? It means putting your marriage into the proper priority when it comes to those other things. So dying to those other things so that you can be stronger with your marriage. Cheryl, what does it mean for a woman to serve her husband? Basically, it means the Bible talks about, Jeff, the two things that was key in a marriage is that the husband needs respect and the wife needs love. And when those two things are happening, serving one another becomes easy. It's, it's, it's a fluidity about it. Yeah. So when the wife is given the husband the respect and the husband is given the wife the love, then serving basically means I'm going to put some of your wants and some of your needs and your priorities ahead of my own. It could be just as simple as I know my husband loves this particular brand of beef jerky. So whenever I go to this particular store that carries it, I'm always going to stop and get him that beef jerky. I know this is his favorite movie. I know he likes this. This is the his favorite shirt that he loves cats. So I'm going to always buy him a cat. It's something as simple as that. And those things translate into a really deep and intense and intimate love language between the two in which respecting the husband becomes easy and loving the wife becomes easy and serving each other magnifies the, the greatness of marriage. I love that. I think that's just great. We're talking with Casper and Cheryl Stockham who are Christian marriage coaches. They have a new book out, Divorce Proofing Your Marriage, How Anyone Can Build Their Relationship Using This Love-Building Blueprint. When we come back, I'm going to ask them about overcoming three mistakes women make in relationships and three mistakes that men make in relationships and how they can overcome those and improve. It's a great discussion, especially as we begin the new year for us to be able to improve our marriages moving forward. Friends, you're listening to the Frontier Freedom Hour sponsored by the Centennial Institute at Colorado Christian University. We'll be right back after these messages. 